SAFM Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. A pretty disappointing day uh, as far as South African rugby is concerned, if I must be honest. And we'll be talking about that extensively on tonight's show. We'll be joined by the president of SA Rugby, Mark Alexander, to find out what went wrong with that bid today. And Chester Williams, uh, one of the men who was part of that victorious 1995 Rugby World Cup winning squad, the first and last time South Africa hosted uh, that global showpiece, uh, lets us into his feelings about us not getting that uh, award or awarded the Rugby World Cup today. That is the big story. Former South African fly half Joel Stransky has labelled World Rugby as an old boys club and questioned the process to select the 2023 World Cup hosts after France were surprisingly handed the staging rights in London this afternoon. South Africa had been unanimously recommended by the Rugby World Cup board to host the tournament after an extensive evaluation of the three bidders, which also included Ireland, but lost a World Rugby Council vote 24-15 to France after the Irish dropped out of the first round. France last staged the event in 2007 while South Africa hasn't hosted the World Cup since 1995 when Stransky landed the winning drop goal in extra time of the final against New Zealand. World Rugby had included an independent evaluation for bids in order to make the process more transparent but the ultimate decision was still made by secret ballot. CEO of SA Rugby Yuri Roo. Um, yeah, obviously got it and disappointment uh, all around um, probably more disappointed for the country as uh, there was some uh, some heightened expectation uh, given that we were the preferred bidder um, but in the end you know we all agreed on a process and uh, part of that process was that there was going to be um, a, a blind vote at the end and uh, we had an opportunity to disagree with that process which we didn't we all voted it for it and uh, you know, like a, a rugby match, if you lose, you've got to take it on the chin and, and get up and uh, and just move on. Uh, it's obviously very disappointing, but that's the result. There was uh, people that had an option and they had an opinion and they, they actually exercised that option and opinion. And uh, we've got to respect them for that. On to football now. Ex-Bafana Bafana captain Lucas Khadebe believes that South Africa's failure to qualify for the World Cup in Russia may be a blessing in disguise. The 48-year-old uh, says that on paper, Bafana Bafana squad is one of the best he's seen. But the skipper says the game, unfortunately, is not played on paper. But again, I mean, we got to that level where we're thinking now, do we have the talent? Do we have, are we capable of, of qualifying for these uh, big tournaments? You know, and, and the answer is, at the moment, the way we play it and the way it doesn't look like. Uh, but I thought, looking at, at the team that we had, it's the best team I've never seen in the longest time ever on paper. You know? No, obviously, it's a different story when it comes in the field of play. Bafana Bafana ended their qualification campaign with back-to-back losses to Senegal yesterday, finishing bottom of Group D. It was a disappointing end to a campaign that started out so promisingly, but Khadebe says there's no one to blame but themselves. It was always tough uh, against a, a strong Senegal team. Uh, you know, that they've got quality players. And, uh, and for us, we, we're going to have to learn. You know, uh, after results like this, because I mean, if you're gonna let goals like that, you know, it's too easy. 
In other football news, Australia have booked their spot in next year's World Cup in Russia. That after they beat Honduras 3-1. On to cricket now. In the build-up to the first Ashes test between Australia and England, the battle of the sound bites is officially underway. English all-rounder Moeen Ali, who has recovered from a side strain, bowled 16 overs without picking up a wicket in their warm-up match against a cricket Australia 11 in Townsville today. Chris Wokes returned figures of 6 for 54 as the host reached 249 for 9 at stumps on day one. The first test takes place at the Gabba, or it gets underway at the Gabba rather, on the 23rd of November and Ali says the verbals have already started. That's part of the game, uh, it's not something I've not had before, you know these things happen, Australians they like to talk a lot and obviously talk big themselves up and stuff so for us guys just to stay calm and uh, make sure we're ready for that first ball when, it, when it's delivered at the Gabba. There is some domestic cricket taking place in the Ram Slam T20 this evening. The Titans up against the Knights. That one taking place in Kimberley. The Knights won the toss and sent the Titans into bat. They're currently 60 for the loss of one after seven overs. On to swimming now. Chad Leclerc claimed gold in the men's 200-meter butterfly and uh, at the FINA World Cup in Tokyo earlier today. This day two, and Leclerc also won silver in the 200-meter freestyle. On to tennis. Jack Sock kept his hopes alive in the ATP finals uh, last night with a courageous display emerging from the brink of defeat to beat Marin Cilic 5-7-6-2-7-6 in a dramatic, if erratic, battle of the big hitters at London's O2 Arena yesterday. Sock says the build-up wasn't ideal. It's been an interesting morning so far. The uh, fire alarm went off in our hotel at 4 a.m. and we had to exit the building, so... uh it's been, a, it's been a long morning, and, uh, but no, it's, it's been an amazing atmosphere out here. I love playing in London, have some amazing memories here from Wimbledon doubles, and, and now playing here. So uh, I love playing in front of the fans here. Um, you make me feel like home, so I'm just excited to get the win and, and keep myself alive. The other match uh, earlier today, Grigor Dimitrov has down David Goffin, 6-love uh, and 6-2. Still to come later this evening, Pablo Carreno Busta takes on Dominique Team. In athletics news, Jamaican sprinter Nesta Carte is at the Court of Arbitration for Sport to contest his disqualification for doping, a ruling that saw Usain Bolt stripped of one of his nine Olympic gold medals. Jamaica originally won five golds in the sprint events at the 2008 Games in Beijing. However, Bolt anchored the 4x100 meter men's relay team that had to give back their golds in January after Carter, the sixth fastest sprinter of all time, retrospectively tested positive for a banned substance. And saying was doping news, this time in cycling, following a 14 month investigation by United Kingdom anti-doping into allegations of wrongdoing at British Cycling and Team Sky in connection with the infamous package delivery that's ended with no charges being brought against either organisation due to a lack of evidence. UCAD said despite conducting interviews with 37 current and former staff at both British Cycling and Team Sky it had been unable to prove or disprove the claims. Coming up next here on SAFM we'll have the last few moments in the build up to that announcement in London today. SAFM Sports Wrap. The sport when William Wevelis picks up that ball and ran. There have been eight World Cups so far. Let's have a quick look back at some of the previous hosts. It all started in 1987, of course, the inaugural Rugby World Cup, hosted by New Zealand and Australia. New Zealand won their first title. 1991 in England, Ireland, Wales, Scotland and France where uh, the Wallabies won their first World Cup. 1995 in South Africa, who could forget that? Perhaps the most iconic Rugby World Cup of all, won by the Springboks. 1999, hosted by Wales, where Australia won their second Rugby World Cup trophy. 2003 in Australia, 
where we had our first and only Northern Hemisphere winner in England, and 2007 in France, where South Africa won their second title. 2011 in New Zealand, where they won their second trophy on home soil, and 2015 here in England, where the All Blacks made it three. We will, of course, in less than two years now, be in Japan in 2019. And today, we will find out who will be passed the hosting ball for the 2023 Rugby World Cup. And in case you needed reminding, a quick reminder of who the three host candidates are. They are France, Ireland and South Africa. Okay, I would now like to welcome to the stage the chairman of World Rugby and Rugby World Cup to make the announcement, Bill Bowman. Uh, friends in rugby, on behalf of World Rugby, my pleasure to welcome you today to London for the announcement Rugby World Cup 2023 host nation. And in a few moments, we will discover who will host the 10th edition of our fantastic event. But before we do, I'd like to thank our three host candidates, France, Ireland and South Africa. We set out on this host selection process with the objective of selecting a host that would deliver an outstanding Rugby World Cup in every way. Within their bids, all three candidates demonstrated that they could deliver a truly exceptional tournament. For teams, for fans, for the global game, we believe that this is the most comprehensive and transparent host selection process ever undertaken by World Rugby. Just a short time ago, the World Rugby Council cast their vote. The process was presided over by independent auditors from Price Waterhouse Cooper. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my great pleasure to announce that the host for the Rugby World Cup 2023 is... Thank you. We can just welcome to the stage, please, uh, the uh, president of the uh, French Rugby Federation, Bernard Laporte. Please, Bernard. Felicitations. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Can you describe your feelings to us right now after hearing that announcement? Uh, oui, d'abord je voudrais remercier la délégation irlandaise et la délégation sud-africaine. Je sais le travail qu'ils ont fourni puisque nous avons fait le même. Beaucoup de temps consacré, beaucoup de déplacements, beaucoup d'énergie. Donc je veux simplement les saluer. Ensuite, je voudrais remercier toutes toute l'équipe qui a travaillé autour de Claude Hatchier. Claude, encore une fois, merci beaucoup. Je le dis, je le redis sans toi. Nous ne serions pas là. Merci aux ambassadeurs, merci à toute l'équipe qui a travaillé dur. 
C'est un gros challenge pour nous que nous avons pris avec beaucoup de retard. Et je suis fier de vous encore une fois et fier que la France ait été choisie. Et en fait, je voudrais remercier bien sûr au rugby aussi. Et qui a, fait, qui a fait beaucoup, même s'il y a eu des incompréhensions, etc. Je crois que, encore une fois, merci à Bill, merci à, à World Rugby. And Bernard, what kind of, what type of World Cup can we expect to see in France? On avait un dossier comme l'Irlande et comme l'Afrique du Sud qui était très solide. Et je crois que Bill l'a dit. Les trois candidats étaient trois candidats très sérieux. Donc nous ferons notre possible, notre meilleur. Et je peux vous garantir que ce sera une Coupe du Monde formidable. Et j'en suis convaincu. Bill, what's your reaction? All right, so the reaction uh, is, is very much a... SAFM Sports Rap. Well, we join now on SAFM with, by the president of South African Rugby, Mark Alexander. Mark, welcome onto the show this evening. Uh, difficult circumstances. Uh, you, must be, you must be pretty gutted right now. Yeah, uh, but we're disappointed on, at the outcome of the vote. You know, and, and we, firstly, we have to apologize to South Africa for the disappointment after raising the hope so high. But we must thank the government and all other role players, you know. You know, uh, we, we, we thought we had a process that was running, that was independent, and uh, unfortunately, the first time ever in, in world rugby that, that your recommendation gets against. Very first time. Mark, how, how can that happen? I, I've spoken to you in the build-up to this, and, and you had said to me that this is the most transparent process that, that could have been used. In the end, it was a secret ballot, which, which I, I mean, obviously, it's not that, that, it's not that transparent then at the end. How did this happen? You know, for the last 15 months, it was a vigorous, transparent process, up to two weeks ago, when it became opaque. Up to two weeks ago, you know, and... and, 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 and um, one just has to read the reports from all the other countries. We stuck to the rules throughout the game. Mark, is it is it a case of France threw more money at this thing? I mean, we've seen what's happened with with other sporting bodies, and I use FIFA as an example. I don't think I don't think that yeah, I, don't, I don't think it's about throwing more money at it. I think what what needs to be done here, yeah, World Rugby needs to refine its process and come up with a process that is that is based uh, to be uh, on on better governance structures. Where to from here? Uh, I mean, it's it's been disappointing. We've we've bid for I think this is number four in a row and and haven't got it. Do we do we decide that's it? We not we don't want to host this thing anymore. Do we go and sit in the corner, cross our arms, and and hope that they come to us, or do we have to get up, dust ourselves off, and and give it another go? I think what we need to do is uh, when it, uh, the next time it comes up, look at the process and make sure the process is is is, is quite clear and and and, and, uh, and there's no obviousness that uh, before we actually enter into the bid again. We must also understand that uh, that that uh, that uh, countries vote in blocks, and uh, you know we are voted again, you know, unless they vote on the recommendation only. Has there been any indication of of why they voted against the recommendation? No, there, 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 no, there, there, we, we wouldn't know because it's a, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a secret ballot uh, vote. But we must remember that there, 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 more, there are more votes in the north than in the south. Look, and, look. You, and you're not voting on a recommendation now, you're voting on a country, and, 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 and unfortunately the vote didn't go away. Mark, I, I mean, I think I speak for, for a lot of South Africans. Obviously there was a, a lot of hope that we would get the bids. Obviously you, you were very optimistic, and the entire South African team that, that, that put this bid together was, was optimistic. But sh- surely... Uh, 
I, I'm just, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around how things can go so wrong so quickly. Like you say, it's been, it's been transparent, and, and, and all of a sudden, the last two weeks, things have changed. Surely, alarm bells should have rung two weeks ago, and, and was thing, were things said to, to World Rugby the way things have you know, changed? Uh, we, 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 we will go back to World Rugby at the next council meeting and, and have to challenge the processes and look at or make your recommendations. But, you know, it's, it's unbelievable. Never before in the history of World Rugby has, has a preferred better been opposed by installing the, the second or third best candidate. You know, out of... In your mind... We want what... to what do you think some of the reasons might have been? In my thoughts, I would have thought that, that it would have been us and Ireland who were the, the two, two candidates that were, were most likely to get it. I didn't think France had a chance with them getting it in 2007. What do you think swayed the vote? Is it, politi- I think is it political? There are voting, voting blocks. And they're voting, voting blocks. And that's how I see it. They got more votes than us. And, and we got proportional voting, and then uh, unfortunately the, the proportional that that is the most votes in in the, in the north, and and that that's one it, you know. And, and then you're not voting on the principle; you're voting on emotion or a, whatever, you know. But uh, it's, it's a really sad day in you know, for South rugby to to go in the the, the evaluation process outright, 22 out of 27 categories, and to be announced that uh, we, we we didn't win the budget. It's, it's a sad day for rugby. And uh, we, we, we have to come back and reassess where, where we go from here. Mark, the process had had been agreed upon by all three bidding bidding countries, host country or, or, or possible host countries. Do we have any recourse? I mean, the process was that the the the, the, the preferred candidate. It, I mean, as you said to us, it, it it just needs to be ratified at that vote, and and that's the way it is. Do we have any recourse on this? You know, I'm sure there, there, there is recourse, but you know, at the end of the day. Uh, um, we end up in the same type of thing. We, we get back to the council, and there's the same people voting, and it doesn't make sense. You know, it's just you know we really have to really think long and hard before we vote again. We we we, we vote again. If, if the process is not clear and uh, clearly defined, and absolute, uh, we 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 shouldn't be voting. Quote unquote. There's been reports in the media today of of players saying that World Rugby is it's an old boys club and it's uh, it's very clicky and uh, you end up supporting who you who you like. Is that the case? I I, I don't I don't comment on World Rugby and I, I I can't comment on World Rugby. You know, but 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 what I must say is we need to we need to fix the process because the process needs to be fixed. Uh, going forward, you know, they they started off uh, with a very good process being independent and then they go to a council to vote and. Uh, we should find the ways of refining that and get the vote to if you're an appointed independent company to reputable companies, world companies, then we should be voting on that on the recommendation and not voting uh, with emotion or, or whatever. Mark 2027, there's a Rugby World Cup. Will South Africa be bidding? As I said, you know, we have to make sure that the process is not clearly defined, that we, we don't end up doing the same thing over and over again and failing, you know, uh, we put it through a formidable bid, as I said, and, and, and the results speak for itself. If you look, if you look at the, 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 the document that's on, online, it shows you all the areas where we came out 22 out of 27 um, subcategories, and we still failed. So I think uh, a lot of soul-searching has to take place before we even consider the bidding again. There's obviously a lot of resources that get put into putting a bid like this together. Those resources maybe not better spent on focusing on, on rugby back home, and there are obviously issues in South African rugby at the moment, and, and maybe fixing that instead of trying to host it, maybe try and win it. Now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a star. Yes, and we work well with government, in partnership with government, trying to deliver it, but 
But again, we want to look at the, 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 the spin of for government around this. We have created 38,600 permanent temporary jobs. We've got 27 million uh, impact to the economy. 5.1 uh, million direct income earners. You know, all those things are good stuff. And, and then the one thing is bring South Africans together is sport. And events like this brings our country together, regardless of your race, color, creed, or your political operation. So we're disappointed. We really, we are, I'm so disappointed I don't know what to say anymore. Mark, I mean, just finally, do, do you think it could have been political reasons? Uh, I mean, obviously, with what happened overnight in, in Zimbabwe and reports in the media with regards to that, do you think that could have swayed votes? No, we should, the, 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 the last part of the meeting where we had to recuse ourselves, the three brothers had to recuse themselves, so I don't know what other debates took place there. So I can't tell you as, as yet. But uh, it will come out uh, later in, in time, so we will understand what are the discussions around uh, that. And I, again, uh, uh, Zimbabwe is not South Africa, so... Uh, no, absolutely, but it is one of our neighbours, and obviously it is a concern because it affects the uh, entire region with uh, things that are happening uh, across the yeah, world. Yeah, but if, if, if you want to see the terrorism attacks that took place over the last couple of months, not in Africa, it's in Europe, so... Yeah, fair, fair point, Mark Alexander. Uh, the President of SA Rugby, thank you so much for your time this evening. Once again, our commiserations. Uh, I think we all share in the disappointment. Uh, and, yeah, let's hope when we do decide to uh, throw in a bid uh, again in the future, we do, we do get the tournament. It's a fabulous showpiece, and we'd love to have it back on our shores. Well, thank you very much, and thanks for having us on the show. Thanks. SAFM Sports Wrap. You're listening to SAFM, and uh, as we've been talking about all afternoon, major disappointment uh, for South Africa not winning the bid to host the 2023 Rugby World Cup, losing out to France. We join now by a man who was part of the squad who won the Webb Ellis Trophy the last time South Africa hosted it, uh, the last and the first time. That was back in 1995. Chester Williams joins us now. Chester, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap. Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you very much. Always great to talk to you, guys. And uh, unfortunately, not the best. <laughs> of uh, circumstances we have to talk about now. <laughs> no, absolutely not, Chester. I mean, for, for someone who's seen firsthand what hosting a Rugby World Cup can mean to a country like South Africa, how, how, how gutted are you? Well, it's a, it's a massive disappointment for us as South Africans and myself, of course, um, that we didn't win that, uh, that to host the Rugby World Cup in 2023. Um, you know, it's disappointing in the sense where uh, we thought that Ireland was a little bit of opposition and then uh, the French got uh, to host uh, the World Cup 2023. So, yes, you know, um, that's a massive disappointment for myself and, and the rest of South Africa. Chester, looking at this process, uh, f- for me, sitting on the outside, we've obviously spoken to the president of, uh, of SA Rugby, Mark Alexander, in the build-up to, to this announcement, and he was saying it's pretty much was a done deal. It, was, it just needed to be ratified by the board. That's what the vote was all about. Obviously not. Of course, I mean, as you know, it wasn't a, a, a given that we were going to host the World Cup 2023 because we lost it in the last, uh, the last three or five days of, of, the, of the campaign of uh, betting for the World Cup. So um, um, I don't know what happened uh, within the last three days, but, you know, the process that they followed is, of course, uh, the, probably the same as the rugby, rugby soccer. Um, and uh, this, uh, that's why, of course, uh, Brazil managed to, uh, to get uh, that uh, soccer World Cup did us even know um, their uh, circumstances back in the Brazil is not safe and sound as, as we think it is. Um, if you look at the strange as well, you know, the terrorism that's going on, the uh, terrorist attacks, um, you know, it's also something that we need to, to, that they should have taken into consideration, but they, of course, they gave it to the French for some uh, other reasons. Just looking at when last we hosted, back in 1995, it was a long time ago, France hosted in 2007 where we won it. 
it, it boggles the mind, in, in my opinion, that, that they were even in the running. In, in my mind, it should have been between us and, and Ireland. Of course, you know, and what it meant to us in 1995, it could have had the same effect um, as in 1995 when it, when it united the nation, you know. And then there's probably the time that we needed that to, 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 to be, to be uh, and the, the world could be hosted by us here in South Africa. Unfortunately, it didn't happen that way. Now we need to find another way to manage our, 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 our nation to unite it. And, um, uh, you know, if, if I think we need to bet for 2027 now, and hopefully we can win that one. Just in saying that, we've, we've literally bid, this is number four in a row that we've bid for, and we've lost every single time. Should we even bother with 2027? And that's the major concern, you know. It's not that we had, when we hosted the Rugby World Cup in 1995, uh, the Soccer World Cup in 2010, it was very successful. And, of course, we also hosted uh, the Cricket World Cup. And everything was a great success. The infrastructure was 100%. Um, uh, so they, they can't blame us for not having a successful Rugby World Cup um, or, or, or Soccer World Cup or Cricket World Cup for that, for that matter. And we've proven over that we can host a, a major event like that. And, and yet we, they haven't given it us for in the last four times we've bet for it. Chester, looking at just the, the process itself, obviously there was the, the independent report that recommended that said South Africa was the preferred candidate, which then went to a, a secret ballot. World Rugby have been saying this is the most transparent they've ever, ever done this entire process. SA Rugby have been saying exactly the same thing. How can you have a transparent process when the final decision is done on a secret ballot, in your mind? Yeah, of course, you know, it's, uh, and there were 39 uh, um, candidates that had to vote for us, or the French, or, the, or, or, or Ireland. And we only managed to get 15 votes after we've been the preferred host, um, uh, and, and, and yet the French got 24, you know. Uh, we don't understand, I mean, myself don't understand how we lost on that last, uh, and that last bet, and that secret bet as well. Where, where to from here, Jesse? You mentioned 2027. Do you think South Africa should should take a step back and go, you know what, maybe maybe there's something that World Rugby doesn't want us hosting the tournament. Maybe we should take our resources and, and maybe plow it back into the game and, and, and build South African rugby up. I mean, let's be honest, it's, we're not playing as well as we, we would like to be playing as a national team. Maybe the structures aren't right. Maybe, maybe we should forget about hosting the, the tournament and, and maybe try and win it. Yeah, maybe that's probably the, the best uh, thing we have to do now is to make sure that we win uh, the 2019 World Cup and the 2023 World Cup. Maybe then they realize that the World Cup must come to South Africa again, you know. Um, and as you just said, we must probably invest all our, our resources into uh, developing the players and, and the team to be that, that team that we were um, uh, three, four, five, four, five years ago. Chester, just in, in your minds, uh, obviously a big test coming up against France. There's uh, obviously things uh, <laughs> along, along with this test match now with what's happened today. Uh, how does Alistair Kutsia and the Springboks bounce back after that loss against Ireland this past weekend? It's, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a difficult one, but I think, you know, um, losing the, 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 the against the French is probably um, a much, much needed motivation for the team. And uh, hopefully that they will take that in consideration and take that to the field and, and make it more personal than anything else uh, and win this game on Saturday because, you know, then it's also just to, to prove that um, the Friends have lost our two um, games in a row against the Southern Hemisphere teams uh, where, the, where the World Cup should have been hosted by the house in South Africa. Yeah, I must say, I'm bitterly disappointed. I know you are as well, Chester Williams. Thank you for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Chat. Much appreciated. Thank you very much. And I was great to talk to you, but... Uh, 
this other the record of world you know with the South Africans, you know, let's uh, keep our hope hopes up and uh, let's show them that we are still winners. Yeah, absolutely. If we can't host it, let's win it. I think that needs to be the call and uh, we need to work, everyone needs to work towards that. Yep. Thank you. SAFM Sports Wrap. And that's it for the show this evening. Coming up on the talk shop this evening, Ike Butler in for Naledi Maleo. And uh, I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon on PM Live. Thanks to my team in Joburg, Zelma and Loyola. Thank you very much. Uh, right now, though, it is 7 o'clock in time for your news.